1: were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? You idiot, you fool! Hey,
0: dummy! This is the Ignorance is
1: Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.
0: Hey idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, Jessica Michelle Singleton. I'm your host. I'm ignorant. I don't know a fucking thing. That's why we are here. Thank you for joining. If you're brand new to the podcast, welcome. Thanks for checking me out. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes, whether you're new or not. If you haven't done that, would definitely appreciate it. It really helps. Helps other people find the podcast so more of us can learn answers to our ignorant questions. And thank you to everyone who has done that so far. And extra big shout out to my best idiots forever, Gene and Kathy, over on Patreon, giving me a little extra support on top of the extra support. I have a Patreon. There's a whole group of awesome idiots just like you and me, and we have fun over there. There's stand-up clips uh, that I post there first before they'll go up anywhere else, and a lot that like allegedly will go up other places, but I may be too lazy to cut them into fucking TikTok clips because I don't understand. TikTok. Uh, And, um, oh, and also, of course, the most important thing, no ads. You don't have to hear the bullshit at the beginning. You don't even have to hear this intro. It goes straight into the episodes and you get uncut, raw, full-length episodes of every interview. And anything over an hour with my guests is bonus only, only for Patreon. And we went off the rails after an hour in this episode with Stacia Patwell, who you guys are going to love, So if you want to hear some crazy, hilarious shit from her, excuse me, uh, it's late at night and I need to drink my water and I'm going to be too lazy to edit this part out. Mm. So you just get to hear me. (sighs) Head over there. Uh, you You can get all of that, by the way, for $1 a month and your support means the world to me. And there are higher tiers for $10 a month. You can get... Uh, cards for me I'm getting ready to do some Valentine's Day cards and we have a tier that does uh, uh we do hangouts every month and right now everyone can come to the live stream recordings of the episodes but uh we're gonna move that to um I think that the ten dollar tier and up twenty five dollar tier and up I don't remember it's on the thing honestly just get over there I, if, I, give me a dollar <laughs> I sound like a I mean I sound like a caricature uh but for a dollar a month, you get a whole bunch of extra shit and you get to know you're helping a podcast. That's one of your favorite podcasts. Hopefully I would, I wish that'd be cool. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. What is here is NeuroGum and you should get some, they are not the official sponsor of this podcast, but I fucking love NeuroGum and they gave me an affiliate code. So you're goddamn right. I'm going to shove it down your throat every goddamn episode. And by the way, thank you to everyone who has been checking that out. You know, I, I get offered these affiliate codes from places sometimes, and I, you know, try not to say yes to anything that isn't something I specifically like and enjoy and have tried. And I really love neural gum, so they had offered one to me, and I can see how many people are buying the gum, and it's like a regular influx of you guys trying this gum. So I feel like you're loving it. I love it. It's something I sincerely enjoy. It's caffeinated gum with B vitamins and L-theanine, so it gives you a focused energy. You get focused energy so you're not bouncing off the walls and your brain's spiraling a million places, but you also don't have the crash that you get with like coffee and sugary energy drinks sometimes. So if you want to try that out and get 15% off on your first order, head to getneuro.com slash J-M-S. That's G-E-T-N-E-U-R-O.com slash I love them. Tell them I sent you. They won't ask, but They'll already know because you use that link anyway that's neither here nor there uh, also speaking of here nor there that has nothing to do with what I'm about to say I don't know why I said that huh we have a lot of cool guests coming this year and you know I do my best to ask as many questions as I can possibly think of but uh, it never hurts to have the help of you guys and of course I'm getting help from the patrons who are in the live chat when the live stream is going but you can also submit your questions through the Facebook group that we have it's ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots you can join make sure you just say you're there because you heard about it on the podcast you'll get asked like an entry question it's just to keep out just like random weirdos apparently there's like people on the internet who just join Facebook groups and I'm saying that like isn't that weird and now I'm realizing in college when I first discovered Facebook, I joined a bunch of groups. I was like, Florida, college, That's, I do that. I'll be in that group. But I didn't interact with them. But anyways, this is designed to actually... It was just like to be like, I'm in a group. And it pops up in your profile, I guess. But this is designed for interaction. You can ask uh, stupid questions, you know, embarrassing questions and start a dialogue with people in there. You can post silly memes that you're like, oh, I'll offend my grandma if I put this on my wall, but she's not in this group. Uh, and most importantly, I post ahead of time about the people I'm interviewing. I try to make sure I do it all the time. If, if every once in a while, it falls to the cracks. But for the most part, I let you guys know and I, uh, I extend the offer for questions from you guys and I try to cover as many of those as I can without, you know, it seeming like I'm just rattling off the questions of a Facebook group. So head over there and I have rambled on enough. Let's get to this episode. You guys, this is my friend who she is a personal trainer. She's a comedian. She's so fucking funny. And listen to me in the show notes. I have a link to her Patreon. She has a Patreon for her workouts. You can just watch old videos from her live workouts that she does. Um, I am a subscriber. This is the only Patreon I'm subscribed to. I am a huge fan of her work partly because her exercises kick your ass, but she's just rattling off her mouth the entire time. It's fucking hilarious. And here's what I'm telling you. If you're on the fence about a workout thing and you're wanting to try it, first of all, genuinely, I am subscribed. You can see if you are a a patron of my, my Patreon, obviously. You can click on my profile and see that I'm subscribed to her. She just opened up this offer that if anyone who's a patron has a friend join you and the friend can get free school of thought merch that's her you get free sweatshirts that's her sort of brand the not sort of brand that is the brand of her workouts and like it's college like boldface font they're very cute crew neck sweatshirts and I've been meaning to buy one but like if I could get one for free I wouldn't be mad so if any of you are like, you know what? I'm going to give it a whirl. You can get unlimited videos for 20 bucks a month. That's what I do. That's sort of like my gym membership. And it's not that much money, but it's also like I'm paying something. So it motivates me a little to like, well, I'm fucking paying for it. I might as well use it. Anyway, let me know because I want a fucking sweatshirt. We can get sweatshirts. Should we get matching sweatshirts? I'm here for it bunch of you join. I will get a sweatshirt in every color. (laughs) I am ruthless. But uh, either way, fucking check it out. Go follow her. She's so goddamn funny. I have all her stuff linked in the show notes. But enough about all of that. Please enjoy the free hour of this episode with the hilarious, amazing Stacia Patwell. Hey, idiots. I'm here with my hilarious, amazing... Talented friend, Stacia Patwell. Well, we just did this to the live stream only on patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to make the same joke of like, good luck following this great intro. Anyway, I'm sorry. Stacia, thank you for joining me. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, of co- I mean, of course you are. I You're an icon. I love you. Let's you're hilarious. not go that far. <laughs> icon for what? mental illness. I, you know, it needs more icons. There's not enough. That is true. Uh, I mean, no, you, okay. (sighs) Where to start? This is by the way, also a commercial for Adderall, the intro of all of my podcasts, me going, okay, wait, I, I have a lot of thoughts. (laughs) I would, I'm bringing you on to talk about fitness. We're going to go all over the place, but you have in the past year of by the way, almost a whole fucking year no, of being quarantined Insane. You, you've been with Nicole a year. What? How, when- no, June. It's Uh-oh. been like seven months. Okay. My quarantine went like this, well, it went, it's still going. Yeah. It's still going for all of us over here in Los Angeles. Um, I moved to a new place in mid March. Cause my lease was up on my old apartment and me and my roommate were like, let's go a different ways. Yeah. Uh, Moved into a cute place where I was a roommate with someone in Silver Lake the day that they were, like, locked down.
2: Oh, geez.
0: And she has a lot of anxiety about... Everything. COVID. Of everything. Understandable. Right. And I had been going, like, you know, I, I have my boyfriend. He lives in another place. And so I was, like, going to his place and coming back. And, like, she was like, I know that this is an annoying question. Could you while we're locked down, just pick a place. I know logically you're just going to your boyfriends and you're coming back, but I am so scared. Could you either stay here or stay there? Yeah. So I went, Oh, okay. Yeah. And I ended up basically living with my boyfriend for two months. So essentially paying, you know,
2: for nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then two months later, she, there was an earthquake. I don't know if you remember a very small earthquake in Los Angeles in like May, and she had an absolute like life crisis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's like, I just realized I'm so alone and so far away from my family. I have to move out, and I'm very sorry. So after paying like over a grand for rent, which is not uncommon in Los Angeles, but just so people know, a grand is still a grand in Los. Like, it's as much money to me as it would be to me in Ohio. I just suffer through. Spend
2: on nothing.
0: Yeah, you just get less for it. But it's like, I still don't have any more money. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. She's like, I have to move h- back home. And she lives somewhere where there is earthquakes. So I was like, I mean, you know, there's still going to be earthquakes. I don't, okay. And then it just so happened that Nicole's roommate f- had, you know, yeah. fallen in love. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm not going to cast judgment. I've been the person who, I mean, my thoughts stem from like, I've moved in with someone within six months and I think that that's not a good idea speaking from personal experience, but God bless them. Who knows? You know what I mean? No, you never know. People fall in love in three
2: days. Yeah. You could do it the right way and you still end up alone and sad. So
0: yeah. And it's like, so it felt kind of serendipitous that she's like, move in here. And I was like, Oh no, I, it's expensive. Right. And I'm going to drive you crazy because you're so tidy and I'm ADHD, but we're making it work.
2: Well I was just asking because the whole reason I started that class, the fitness class on Zoom, is because I remember I was like chatting with Nicole and Lara. Well I had it cuz I taught spin for years and I was a personal trainer before this shit happened. And then I had a couple girls who used to take my spin class be like, "You should teach a class on Zoom." And I was like, "Uh, yeah, no, I'm good." Like I uh, that's not- <laughs> so lame. I'd rather fucking kill myself. Like, I, yeah, I, you're I like absolutely rather no. kill myself. Cause like, I'd rather kill myself than a lot of things, you know, but <laughs> uh, nothing coming out of my mouth. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm with
2: you on that. It's, the bar is so low. <laughs> so low. Um, but I was like, uh, but Laura and Nicole were, we were talking about something and, and they are like, Oh, we need a workout. And, and I was like, yeah, well, why don't I just teach like a little fitness thing for the three of us? I'll just do it tomorrow. Yeah. Be like, not a big deal. It'll probably suck because who knows how this is gonna work. But I'll just give it, I'll just put us through a quick little work. Yeah,
0: you'll just guide
2: everyone through a workout. It'll, it'll be dumb. It'll just be like the three of us. Who cares? And then my fucking big mouth, I like ended up telling like a bunch of people, like, oh hey, I'm gonna just like teach this fake little class tomorrow. Just come. And like the yeah. first day there were like 30 people in it. And it you were like, oh, went no. really well. And I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I can do this because if, if nothing else, it'll make sure that I don't get fat. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, that you're like, oh there's no gyms. This will keep me accountable.
2: Yeah. And I do, I like teaching and I like, whatever. So I was like, I'll just do it. It'll be just something to do. Cause quite frankly, I'm bored to tears. Right. (laughs) And it's like a reason to make my boyfriend leave the house. You know, it's, there's a couple (laughs) perks, right? You're like, Um, get out, go for a walk. Get away from me. Yeah, exactly. It's like in uh, death becomes her when Meryl Streep looks at Bruce Willis in the car and she's like, could you just not? Breathe. You know? <laughs> like the best fucking movie of all time. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the greatest scenes of all time. Okay, so so uh, oh, I, I started it. teaching the class, and then it just kind of grew. I mean, I at first I was doing it every day because like literally had nothing to do, and I don't know. It just kind of became like at this strange like all female comedians. It was like a yes. mini store reunion every day. It was like very weird. I, it just kind of happened that way. And it was fun because we had like a little coffee talk before and everyone could just like complain about their boyfriends or whatever Yeah, before we start. And, you know, it was just like a way for us to kind of connect and like you know whatever you know just like humans
0: yeah. please yeah.
2: like do some squats or whatever and I don't know it just kind of it just kind of blew up I guess and um and now it's turned into like a full blown online Tra- personal training business and I'm working like 14 hour days and I like, can't keep up with all the work. And I, <laughs> it's like, oh, no. I mean, it's a good thing to complain about. And I've, and it is also a strange thing because I feel like I needed the
0: world to stop so I could like catch up and like be successful. Like di- yes. Yeah, so you could like discover this Avenue you have that like yeah. you can easily turn into, you know, in common Yeah, success. I mean, I
2: think I found my weird little niche. Is it niche Yeah, niche? I never- I say niche. Niche. Or- but
0: like- oh, Okay, you're a snob. All right. Uh, So my- But I am better than you. So <laughs> that is- No, you are. I don't know what the fuck it is.
2: So, okay, niche. I found my little niche of like, you know, fitness. Now it does feel douchey. When it does. I, now
0: it's like, oh, it's like when people add an accent- when to like, like yeah,
2: targe. Like when they say often, it's like, it's often. Okay. It's not yeah. often. Relax. Yeah. Like calm your tits often. often <laughs> oftentimes. I often. Okay. Anyway. I- so I, I, I felt, I feel like I found my little place of like fitness, but also like talking shit. You know, I felt like, cause we were like, don't you miss stand up? I'm like, no, I'm doing it every day. I have a fuck my own show. It feels like it. Cause like, I can just, yeah. And be doing squats while I do it. So it's like,
0: I mean, yeah. And like, what better time to talk the worst shit than when you're like, really?
2: I fucking hate this. Right. And I can't hear if you guys are laughing or not, anyway. So it's like I could be bombing. So it doesn't even <laughs> matter. I'm just like, I'm killing right now. It's like better than stand up, quite frankly. I'm used using- to so you I- like they love it. <laughs> they're loving it. It's easier to <laughs> lie or to lie to yourself on Zoom. You're like, they're because you're like, their
0: mics just aren't on. No. They're probably dying laughing. Oh, they're they're laughing. probably not even doing the exercise. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So, ah. Yeah.
2: So I don't know. So then um Uh, yeah. So then, you know, it just kind of kept word of mouth, kept blah, blah, blah. And, and now it seems like all y'all comedians are going to have to come up with some new material because everyone's losing weight. No more fat
0: jokes, people. No, I know. There's so many comedians like that. I mean, I'm watching these women work with you and like, yeah, it just, I mean, you're, you've, you've helped people make like some pretty Big transitions, yeah. Like as far as weight loss, yeah. Transformations, I guess, is the word. Yeah, I mean, it's. uh I'm transitioning into thin. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the appropriate. That's the PC term, please. Okay, let's not be fat phobic here. If I hear one more person, so I have one comedian friend who I'm training right now, and she. Uh, has a lot of weight to lose and she's on her way and she's like eating vegetables for the first time and like doing all this. I mean, it's like really amazing. And she, that's incredible. She's, um, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Talking about it on Instagram or whatever. And she's getting all kinds of hate mail about the fact that she's fat phobic and all this shit. And I'm just like, that is a Whoa. fucking... Oh, I had to do breathing exercises because I got so fucking mad. I was like, tell me her name. Like, I will go off. Cause I'm like, uh, fat, pho- you should be fat phobic. Okay. Because you are at risk of heart disease. <laughs> and dying of a heart attack. Like, the, like no one's saying not to love yourself, but to tell somebody who's finding health and fitness for the first time that she should stop talking about it because she's triggering and she's fat phobic. It's like, what does this world come to? How many trophies did you get for losing as a child? You fucking idiot. <laughs>
0: no i saw by the way i am for anyone listening i'm subscribed to stage has a patreon where she puts the videos and i was like oh good because that 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 takes the excuse i've been giving myself of like well i just missed the class and then i'm like
2: my thing is now is like i know i go off on a lot of rants and the latest one was on fat phobia because it's just so idiotic because you're like i'm sorry that biology isn't fair I did not design this system. Biology is not fair. Take it up with God. Take it up with God. Don't take it out on the fucking poor woman who's trying to get healthy for the first time in her life.
0: Oh, well, I mean, and that is like a huge fundamental problem right now is this like crossroads of, you know, body positivity bleeding into shaming people for wanting to be healthy, where it's like absolutely love where you're at, accept where you're at fine no one's telling anyone they need to like not to love yourself but these come from people who are either naturally thin and
2: never had to worry about this shit or they're severely overweight and looking for an excuse to not face what the real issue is here do not tell me that you're fucking five six 270 pounds and you wouldn't take a pill that would put you into a healthy bmi the next day you're full of shit so instead of actually looking in the mirror and being honest about what needs to happen so you don't die at 45 I'm not talking about so you're hot like the magazines I'm saying so you don't die because yeah healthy at every weight thing is complete horseshit it goes against science you cannot be healthy at 270 pounds when you're 5'5 okay <laughs> this is not how the human body works
0: well, no, it it is like, it's, it's breeding this, cult. it's, it's almost like, I mean, it's a form of gaslighting really yeah, to like exactly continually exactly. tell someone that like, I mean, I think there just needs to be a clear division of like, absolutely. It's okay to not, you know, be in peak physical condition and still be happy with who you are, yes. be proud to like wear whatever outfits you like, but also recognizing yeah. You can just go. I'm not healthy, and I'm fine right? with it. Fine. Here's the thing: do whatever the fuck you want. Do not absolutely someone for eating
2: vegetables for the first time. If that triggers and offends you, you need to go
0: fucking take a nap. All right? Like I can't. I mean, more than a nap. If someone it's eating true. vegetables triggers you, you need to do some deep psychiatric yes. digging. Because, like, yes. were you assaulted by a a who broccoli? Yeah. Like, like, who hurt you? You know, my
2: parents used to beat me with carrots. I just it's it's quite frankly, it's unacceptable. And if the way that this PC culture is moving now to where we're getting offended by people who are trying to take care of themselves, it's like, how how can you possibly let those words come out of your mouth or out of your thumbs and look at yourself in
0: the mirror and be like, yeah, I read that I read that that was happening with like Lizzo cuz Lizzo started losing some weight and people were going and it breaks my heart because like imagining someone in that position where they're like, "Oh, you know, you've always been so proud of your body." And it's like, "I can be proud of my body and also want to like be in the body for more years." Right. Uh, it, it's bananas. And also But it's
2: like all these women talking about, "Don't tell me what to do with my body." And then you're going to tell another woman when she's moving towards health That you should or should not be doing. It's like, you're such a fucking hypocrite. It's sickening. It's sickening. And not to mention, like, this poor client of mine has finally gotten into this mental space of taking care of herself and, like, caring about what she's putting into her body and moving. And, like, and now she's getting all this, like, backlash for it. And it's, like, it's just not nice. Quite. I mean, no. really, It's just not nice. It's bullying, and I, I just, I, it makes me very angry that we're living in a fucking society now where someone getting healthy is triggering and offensive. It's just, I mean, it. I, I just, I, it's just. I'm gonna go to Italy on Saturday, and I might not come back.
0: I mean, take me with you. I know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would do that anyway even if society was fine if I could (laughs) um yeah no it's I wonder because it started obviously like you said it started as a small group thing girls started telling other girls people started coming did you ever run into any personal feedback of like people (laughs) being offended (laughs) uh
2: Yeah, well, you know, actually the first time I may possibly have run into it is that yesterday I did post that video about fat phobia being bullshit um, on my Patreon and then uh, someone uh, deleted their Patreon immediately and like a comedian. And and so obviously I don't know why she did, but I sent her a message being like, hey. Let me know if there's any feedback as to why this isn't working. You know, I'm just curious. You know, I'd like to know if now I'm just like offending comedians. Then that's maybe I need to dial it in. You know, it's, <laughs> well, not it's also easy to offend a comedian. You know, but I don't know. That no, also know why she stopped. You know, so
0: like yeah, exactly. And it could just be like, oh, I need to penny pinch, and I realize like, I'm spending twenty. It was just a weird timing and stuff like, like that. Yeah. But well, because like, I haven't watched the workout. Here's I mean I, like I saw watch the workout instead of do the workout Done the workout. I would never just I mean, I could literally just watch your workouts and eat popcorn and be like, this is great. Look at her. Who's she yelling at? But who's like, all of us, but also none of us. Um no, but I ha- I haven't done the workout, but just seeing the notification when it got posted and the title saying fat phobia, I was like, Oh, I bet this is a really good workout.
2: <laughs> oh, I bet she lost her shit. I bet she lost yeah,
0: I was like, Oh, she loses it in here and those are Some of the best ones. Like those are some of the hardest workouts. You're spiraling, which I'm like (laughs) spiraling.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't had any, um, I haven't had any backlash. Like, you're, you know, I had, you know, a couple comments on Instagram when I like made some posts about, you know, if you're somebody who says you can't wait to work out every morning, you're, you need like fucking, you need to get be medicated. I mean, I, you know, I make jokes. Well, you
0: say that all the time. And like, I agree with that. That's what I I love about your approach.
2: Right. And then I got a like response like, "Uh, well, actually, I wake up in the morning and I am excited to work out. And I was like, well, God bless you. And get on medication. I don't like <laughs> like if you're offended by my say, I I, I just don't care anymore. If I'm going to offend you, then fucking be. I don't I, I am very aware that I am offensive and and my work, my class is not intended for the easily offended. It's just if if that's you, God bless you. Go find a saccharine trainer because I am not her and I will never be. And I can't. There's just no way that I'm going to be able to filter myself. I've tried for years it doesn't work
0: you know No it makes you it makes you feel crazy and no I love it cuz I love hearing like there are things that you constantly reiterate in the in the classes I've done with you which I assume you also bring into your personal training with clients but this idea of like yeah no nobody loves it like stop wanting to like love working out just you just have to do it right. like you just go like this fucking sucks but I'll be better for it right. I love that you reiterate that message I also love that like you talk about being like hot because I think there's this in the walking that like wanting to you know quote the idea of wanting to be hot because like in the this culture of trying to walk the line of I don't want to upset anybody there's a lot of us who fucking straight up have tried lying to ourselves and going well I'm only doing it you know for health reasons yeah, it's like you know when you're going to feel
2: good when you fucking look good. And like like there's nothing wrong with that. You know, like yeah. let's stop acting like it's fucking offensive to want to be attractive. What woman would not And listen, here's a group. I mean, this is some really offensive shit I'm going to say. Oh god. But you want to talk about a marginalized group? How about being a very unattractive woman in this world? Yeah. Do you know how how much we take advantage or take for granted being an attractive woman in this world? You can every door opens for you. For you. I mean for
0: you, too. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> you know No, and then, I mean
2: and I'm not talking about being like the hottest. I'm talking about being just like baseline attractive. Baseline attractive. Now there are a lot of
0: people in this world who aren't there. And that the whole... Not- no, I... That's the... Well, no, it's real. There is, like, people... There has been research done of, like, that... Like psychological studies that people will just trust someone more if they're attractive. I mean, which I'm leads not to- it's right. It's no a terrible system. It's biology is evil. Well, but- no, but we live in a time where people want to be. They want to take their anger out on you for reality. You know what I mean? That oh, it's like,
2: at the end of the day, like
0: who wouldn't want to
2: live in a body that made life easier? Who
0: wouldn't want in anything that can make life easier? We're humans. We all want it. It's right. we're-
2: there's nothing wrong with admitting, "Hey, I'd like to be as attractive as I can be." You don't have to be a 10 on a magazine cover, but let me just do my best so that life can be as easy as possible. Now, what the fuck is offensive about that? You know? And and I, I don't know. I just to me, I just All this, like, don't work out to look good, work out to feel good.
0: It's like, well, what are you talking about? Like, It's like, you can also do both. And it's also, well, that's what I've realized too, is when I, every time I hit a point in my, like, fitness journey, because I go through, I'm a fucking roller coaster.
2: As we all do. do.
0: Yeah. But like, every time I'm like really on one, and then it's like the, every time I've done it long enough that I'm finally starting to feel the benefits of, you know, I'm just feeling good. I also look better. So it's like, what is hand in hand, you
2: know, and as women, I'm sorry, I, in my experience as a woman, sometimes when you've done all the inner work and you're, you know, meditating, medicating, eating right, going for doing everything right. And you still feel like shit. Nothing feels, nothing makes you feel better than going to get your hair done or going to get your nails done or going to buy a new outfit sometimes it helps to go from the outside in sometimes yeah to do
0: the like the shit that you're like that we we try to tell ourselves in the name of wellness like it's not about what's on the outside it's not but then like when you put on the right I mean I posted about this just in terms of outfits yesterday but like when you just look really good in an outfit you're like It changes your confidence. You're like mood.
2: Yes, I mean that's why actors pay so much attention to the costumes they're wearing or the shoes they're wearing because it changes the way you feel. So. When you put on something nice it makes you look good, it makes you feel good. Like, my sister just had a baby. She was, like, living – she's living in Italy. She was feeling, like, just – well,
0: living all of our dreams, yes, I know.
2: No, she's just – yeah, I know. But, you know, she was feeling, like, gross and not like her body and hadn't gotten her hair done, had no new clothes, and not have any makeup. She was just fighting with her husband. Like, she just felt gross. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to send this fucking – I'm going to send her some perfume, some makeup, some clothes. Like I'm going to just send her some goodies that girl, that every woman I know loves. And she calls me after. And I went a little over the top and I sent her, I sent her a bunch. And she called me after and she goes, okay, I got to say like that worked. She feels so much better. She's like, I put on some eyeliner. I'm wearing Gucci perfume. Like, I wore my new outfit. Like, I'm actually getting along with my husband better now because, like, I feel pretty. And like, when you feel pretty, you like are nicer. (laughs) And well,
0: it's just like when you feel good. Yeah, like when you feel good about yourself, it. That Tom's, energy like resonates out. You know what Tom I mean? Yawning. So he's. Tom is yawning. He's he's, he's bored with her. Like, <laughs>
2: wow, let's talk about how you're trying to be pretty a little more. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I. Um, <laughs> I, I, I realized a lot of what I'm saying sounds like I'm a complete cunt. But like, I. Well, no, but things are just. We won't say them because we don't want to be offensive. But what what is wrong with just admitting the truth?
0: Yeah. Or there's this like people don't want to say something because they don't want to they don't want the perception that they're vain. Like the I mean, you think about just like the how the phrase I woke up like this, like that was such a catchphrase and it took off. But this idea of just like even when you watch in movies of women waking up next to men and they're like, ah, and they're like in full face makeup and their hair is perfect. And it's like. No, you have to like work for that, but but trying to deny that there is a part of you that like, yes, I would also, it's okay to also want to look good.
2: Yeah, there's nothing, it's, It's yeah. To me, it's like, you know, if you want to look at it in a metaphysical, spiritual way, like we don't own these bodies, right? We don't really even know how we got into them. It's (laughs) sort of like we're renting cars, you know, and we're
0: just like, oh, we got- I literally just said this yesterday. We're taking cars around the sun for like a drive.
2: Yeah, it's like if you rent a car, you kind of want to bring it back in better condition than when you got it. You know what I mean? You got to fill it up with gas. You got to make sure that you didn't <laughs> leave crumbs in the back. You know, like, yeah, well, there's nothing wrong. Like, um, you know, taking care of your body and, uh, you know, adorning your body or decorating your body, in my opinion, is a way of honoring like the life force you know you are i love that celebrating this weird meat suit that we're in and going okay you know what this is kind of a crazy weird bizarre miraculous thing that we're like in these bodies and a lot of the times we hate it or we hate our body and it's like you know why don't you take the time to just make it as you know the what is they say like cleanliness is god next to
0: godliness like, i am
2: it's like make it as next door neighbors with satan you know make it as beautiful as possible like celebrate the life force in this bizarre fucking body you're in
0: well yeah no i love that i love the idea of like you know living your life as like in, in a way that is Glow kind of practicing yeah well yeah it's also oh, just being grateful for it. this like cool experience that you get to have inside yeah. this body yeah. I, I i think i said this on another recent episode which i don't know if it came out or if it's a an interview that we're doing later so it, this may be preemptive for listeners but with just the idea that like you're not gonna like forget to get oil changes on a ferrari you That's know right. what i mean that you're just gonna like scuff it and be like no big deal right. and, and like why not treat yourself with that amount of respect. Because
2: it's like... even, uh, cause our bodies are these like incredible machines that nobody quite understands. And like, who knows if you're going to be in another body, you know, but it, at the end of the day, it doesn't really even belong to you because you can't take it with you. So if it doesn't belong to you, then why are you going to treat it like shit?
0: Whoa, I guess, cause people are like, well, it doesn't belong to anyone else. That's like such a heavy. Well, and I, I think you saying that really, to me sparks this sort of what is the deeper self-worth issue right. going on if you're not willing to like you know move your body so that you can feel good. Do you not feel worthy of being more attractive, more healthy, more whatever.
2: Yeah. And like my, like, okay, my mom my sister is a new mom. It's like that baby is always clean and sparkly. You know, that baby has beautiful new clothes. That baby is, uh, you know, like, If you have a baby or like a little girl, like you are going to dress her. You're going to, if you're not a fucking piece of shit parent, right. You're going to like put her in fucking a dance class. You're going to make sure she's getting sun and exercising. You're going to feed her good food. You're going to clean her every day. You're going to take care of her. Like she's a precious gift from God because she, and when I say God, people, I'm talking about gravity, whatever, the higher whatever your thing is higher, you know, power,
0: power being whatever.
2: So God is just like an easy... A general concept. So let's just calm down, all right? Let's not get tweets about how I'm some fucking... You know,
0: Christian no, fat no, shaming
2: that, that, cunt. Yes, which I can already hear it coming. And fuck off, you know. White uh, privilege, thin <laughs>
0: privilege. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You fucking fuck. Um, here we go. But it's like you would take care of that little body like it is, you know, just the uh, the biggest miracles. And then somehow we like lose that for ourselves. ourselves, we're like, oh, whatever, fuck it. Like it doesn't. And it's like, no, because. You still are that little child of the universe. Like you should still be putting her in cute clothes and washing her and putting nice food in her and getting her son and getting her exercise because, because I mean, I don't know how I got here. No, I mean... I, I mean, I don't remember being like, yes, put me into that body now. I don't remember that decision. So if I didn't make that decision, then it happened somehow, some other way, right?
0: Cosmologically. Right?
2: So so I'm just going to go ahead and say, I am not necessarily... I don't necessarily own this body. I'm just borrowing it.
0: Well, yeah, and it's also like, if there is this like bigger picture, you know... God, the universe, whatever the big, it's like, why wouldn't you want to, I mean, it's like you said, like give glory to, yeah. But why wouldn't you want to be like, celebrate, celebrate this body that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love this. Uh, We're going to take, I want to talk to you more about like bringing in, like, I don't, I don't know, sort of these concepts with like universe and, and what fucking God, whatever you want to call it with, with your body anyway. I'm rambling. We're taking a break. Okay. Okay. We're back. I want to talk about spirituality and fitness and how those sort of meld together with you. But first I want to comment on something. So for those of you who don't know, you all know, because at this point I've plugged it 8 million times, but, uh, we live stream these episodes for patrons only patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. Um, and people chat along and in the chat, somebody responded when we were talking about fat phobia earlier, just, agreeing. Oh my God. There's another message held for review. So one of our patrons commented wanting to be slim and healthy makes you fat phobic. Huh? Like agreeing with us. Like, why is, why do we make someone wanting to be healthy? Why do we try to make it this hateful thing? YouTube in a private chat made us approve that message it made our producer saw him approve that and just now he said you've seen me jms i'm a fat bastard i would never criticize anyone for not wanting to be like me they're like censoring in a in an unlisted room they are like this might hurt someone's feelings because i just don't understand i wonder if there's just trigger words with an algorithm that like you say phobic and they go what's this or well no because it if you just say the word fat Maybe it does, because the next comment—it's—it's it's crazy.
2: And honestly, I, and I joke about this a lot about how sometimes a little public shaming is
0: good for you. Yeah, no. If I if I wasn't bullied, I would be the. I would not. I would not have grown up to be a good member of society or a
2: comedian. <laughs> right? I mean. I've been, I have been overweight in my life. I've been an alcoholic. I've been overweight. I've been suicidally depressed. I've been at the bottom of the barrel and I have been called fat many times or chubby or whatever fucking bullshit word you can think of to call a a woman who is not in shape. I've been called those names and it hurts, you know? And It also makes you go, well, maybe I am eating like shit. Yeah. Maybe I do need to step my fitness up because that actually doesn't feel good. And why would that person say that? I mean, you know, if that is how I, I, I that doesn't make me feel good. And I don't need to be the most beautiful girl on the planet, but I do want to feel like Confident in my own body, I want to feel like the first thing people are seeing when they see me is not that I'm chubby. Yeah, that's what I wanted. So you know what? Thank you to those people who said that shit to me because
0: it worked. (laughs) You know, it worked. (laughs) You you being an asshole worked well. And it's also worth noting, just like to yourself, when someone says something, and there are obviously, I mean, there's words that inherently in our society have been designed to like immediately make any woman feel bad, you know, like, you know, fat, slut, all these things. But I was, yeah, no, but the thing is, is that if, if someone says that and it really bothers you, that's, that's a red flag to you that like, maybe this is actually something I I'm unhappy about maybe and, and that's triggers in general is that like when you get triggered, it's not the other person's fault. No. It's like what it's your what is making me so right. upset by this. Right. And here's the thing. Like,
2: it's very easy to live in denial, you know, fat. And I say this to you guys all the time, like fat is a form of protection. So when you hate on yeah. fat, like you're not doing yourself any favors. You're just releasing cortisol that will just continue to keep you fat. And oh, no yeah. Release fat. You have to send love to your fat and say, hey, thank you so much for protecting me. You've been protecting me. You're on my team. You're there to protect my organs from the wild. Thank you for having my back and showing up even when I don't want you to. Thank you. I am now ready to release you. Love you. Gotta go.
0: So. Uh, so fat is. saw our producer is clutching his heart. Are you OK? <laughs> fat is. That's absolutely- right. Love your
2: your tits um seriously fat is physical protection you know yes well i have go ahead no i mean i'm just saying so you know when you are overweight you are literally putting up a physical barrier between you and other people
0: yeah and there's a lot of a lot of fat comes from that chemical reaction of cortisol and and sometimes we develop you know subconscious coping mechanisms that lead to gaining weight as a, a form of Keeping putting up a physical world. wall Yes. and it can be a result of emotional, physical trauma. Right. Um, you know, yes. some dark shit, some small yes. 100%. shit. 100%. And when people
2: say, you know, so, so sometimes having to face the fact that it is there, that that fat is there is not facing the fact you're having to face the reason the fat is there. You're having to face your trauma, which is yes. hard to or- go. Oh, Poor yeah, God, And I have nothing but the utmost sympathy and empathy for that because it is really fucking, that's what life is all about is facing your trauma and, and coming out on the other side of it. I mean, that's what all of our journeys are about is facing our trauma and coming out better, you know? Yeah.
0: And so, it's hard or- as fuck. And like, or- I get resistance to it I get why someone goes I'm not ready to go there but like I and I can understand
2: why someone would say oh I'm not like how dare you say that to me I'm happy with who I am because it allows you to not face the reason why that fad is there and yeah, I it's know like you wouldn't want to face it I get it because it sucks but it's hard yeah to then get mad at that person for noticing something that's there when you refuse to ad- like um uh, when you refuse to uh, address it is just, it's... It's not going to help. It's counterintuitive. It's weak. It's weak. You know, yeah. You're, you have to have a little courage and you have to fucking put on your big girl pants and say, okay, why, why am I letting myself be like this? Because yeah, what is deeper? With myself, if I'm really, truly honest, I don't like... That I don't feel comfortable in my body.
0: Yeah. And and figure out what is it that is making me do these things, have these reactions that are kind of perpetuating this cycle. Why
2: am I eating too much? Yeah. Why am I eating when I'm full?
0: <sighs> yeah. That, I mean, and that's deep. That's deep shit.
2: Yeah, so it's like, I understand why people get all like, oh, fuck you, how dare you say that? Like, I get it, because it's uncomfortable to look at shit that um, is hurting you, you know? But it's also wrong to uh, shame the person for saying something that maybe you fucking need to hear.
0: Yeah, I mean, and we're not telling everyone to just go up to strangers and go, fatty! That's obviously not what I'm saying. And if you do it, God... Well, I mean you? I'm just trying. You to have to deal that. with your own consequences. If any of you yeah. thought that this was a permission slip right. for that, yeah. here's the thing. I'm just trying to say <laughs> the
2: silver lining for being the victim of bullying or fat shaming is that maybe it forces you to look at the deeper issue,
0: and then you get to find peace, which is actually a gift, and you can go <laughs> fuck you. I figured my shit out.
2: When you get healthy and you and you feel and you are at a healthy weight, what it really does it frees up space in your brain because you're not obsessing over it you're not over, you're obsessing not not... over it all the time. you're not constantly thinking about what a piece of shit fat you are or, you know it's like that all that guilt and shame and just constant badgering self- talk it just goes away, or it, yeah the volume goes down on it and you notice when it happens and you learn how to change that thought. And to me, that equals freedom. That's serenity. That's peace. That's like, it's just, it's like a brain shower. And like, yeah, we want to have that.
0: Yeah, no, I know. It's like, it's anytime you can take one less screaming voice out of the chaos in your head is a fucking gift, obviously.
2: And so I think also like for comedians, like such like, it's such a good group of people to help because everyone has, everyone is so comfortable talking about their demons. And so it's almost like an easier group of people to work with because it's like, they're not afraid of a little public shame. You get on stage and welcome it every night. So yeah, like you can handle the truth. You ex- you welcome the truth. And- well, you
0: spend your time like examining your own demons, anyways. Is yeah. like for the entertainment of others, which is yeah. a whole and other so
2: conversation. The comics are so unhealthy, just with like the time and the lifestyle and the food. I mean, it's just such an unhealthy lifestyle. So to be able to like help comedians, like it. I don't know. It's just very fulfilling for me. And if I don't know, I just uh, I know what I'm saying is probably offensive to a lot of people. But I think that
0: to a bunch know, of fucking losers. I'm yeah, just kidding. But also maybe like the, the
2: people who I'm offending, maybe they secretly do agree with me.
0: You know, Well, no. I mean, I don't think I've ever I've definitely been offended by things I don't agree with. But also there's always. There's something, when I, when you get really offended, there's some core thing that's driving the, you know, the anger, the upsetness yeah. of, like, getting to the root of it. Often isn't the initial thing. It's like, what you am know, I really it's upset okay about? to be offended. Yeah. Well, you can also just, like, be offended and live in that and let my that boss, emotion pass boss, through you.
2: If I'm not for you, then don't follow me and don't take my classes. You know? Oh, yes. That's, that's like, such... People who like, Who I can help and I am helping. So... What I'm doing is working. I have the before after pics to prove it. So if I'm offending you, hurting your feelings, or you think I'm just despicable, that's fine. Just don't follow me. I don't need to even hear your opinion about it because I'm good with who I am right now. And I know I'm helping people. So if I'm not for you, God bless you. Find someone else.
0: Yeah. And that's, I mean, I think that's a message for everyone about anything that offends them. It's like, okay, well, Square one of taking care of yourself. Give yourself the gift of just cutting that out. Don't go down the rabbit hole of here's why I'm angry. Let me dig into this I with this person.
2: And you don't, no one's forcing you to follow me. No one's forcing you to take my workout. So if I'm pissing you off, then don't fucking follow me.
0: <laughs> go away. No, what? I, God, I love you. Let me ask you this circling a little bit back to trauma because I absolutely have a life l- lifelong not saying it's incurable but like I have trauma bod and I know that like my stomach is so is so much cortisol so much of what my stomach is I'm I'm confident is like yeah. hey, that's stress whatever uh, yeah. and I'm not and and also a lot of my body now is being a baby and staying in bed and in quarantine and yeah. being like more chocolate. But yeah. like, I've always had a stomach that doesn't fit with the rest of my body that you're yeah. like, well, what's going on there? Yeah. Do you, is there, are there things that work specifically either food exercise? Maybe it's a spirituality thing for helping yeah. melt that like cortisol level.
2: For you a hundred percent if you put some serious structure and discipline into your food, I mean, here's the thing when you want to lose fat, it's 80% food, it's 20% exercise. You can't exercise your way out of a bad diet. There's just, it's just not possible. So absolutely. You know, it's like, I wouldn't, I would say for you, like you would really need to stick to the macros I give you and like be super disciplined about it. And your issue is probably has to do with, not wanting to be as disciplined and structured with the food
0: oh a hundred percent because comforting
2: and it's stress relieving it's all of those things right um I also yeah I think also you probably I'm guessing spend a lot of time hating your body ding 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 That is, you know, if you look at the mirror, in the mirror every day and hate and go, fuck, I look like shit. My fucking, fuck, I, God, why the fuck won't you go? It's like all you're doing, like you said, is continuing to put yourself into a fight or flight mode. And that cortisol buries itself in fat cells and it's not going anywhere. So for you, it would be like uh, brainwashing yourself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm literally taking courses on, like, neurolinguistic programming. Yes. I'm here for it. My curiosity is if the work is really done, can that level of fat – I've read so many different articles of, like, how hard it is to get rid of certain types of fat. Can that start to melt if you're, like, lowering your stress yeah, and, like – 100% of course it
2: can. Your body isn't broken. You can reverse almost anything. Now, here's the thing. we People do have certain shapes and, like – genetics to their bodies that you know you can you can get yourself to like the best position for your body shape like you know but so yes 100 percent can you go from your body shape to sofia vergara body shape no probably not without surgery you know but you can get yourself to even she probably needs surgery to be in her body yeah like fuck so, but can you get to a point where you feel confident and you feel like you're thin in this area? Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred, a hundred percent. There's nothing broken about your body. Oh, my guess is that you haven't actually spent enough time with serious discipline and structure to like to change habits. And oh, yeah. re-brainwash yourself with like. Stopping with this negative self talk. So, I think if you really, you know, were to uh, commit to that for absolutely two to three months of like eating the macros I give you, you would see a significant change. There's no, oh, for sure, it's a math equation at the end of the day. There's no emotions involved when it comes to macros in and macros out. Like, if you're it's doing simple, it's yeah. math. You know, and if you're doing what you're supposed like, if you're doing the numbers I give you, it's impossible for you to not lose weight unless you have some crazy thyroid thing that you need to go to the doctor for, you know, which is out of my control and out of your, but-
0: of course, of course. But Could- if
2: you are do, you know, if you are being really disciplined about it, of course you'll change.
0: Oh um- yeah. No, of course. My question came from, and then I, w- I want to dig into like macros a little bit for people listening who maybe are like, what the fuck is she talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'm asking more for myself, but also anyone who I'm sure I'm not unique in this experience where when I, when I am starting to be disciplined and, you know, you start to see results, but like not fast enough. And the fucking place that you hate or I hate, I shouldn't make it to other people, but like my stomach is the last thing to start to improve. So I'll start getting thinner everywhere else. And then like, well, now my stomach looks fatter because everywhere else is getting thinner but so they no, up before the change happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so just hearing like, yeah, no, it it'll. You just got to keep going. But you fucking dumbass.
2: Thing, but things don't usually happen in the timeline that we would like them to happen ever, ever. Right. So that's kind of where I come in, and that's why I do like an eight-week program because eight weeks isn't long enough to like completely change your body, but it's long enough to kind of instill so a habit changes and to develop the new habits. So like I usually find around week 3 the honeymoon period ends with my clients are like I've been doing this perfectly every day. Why am I not modeling for Victoria's Secret yet? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is working, okay? It may not be working as quickly as you want it to because you need to lose weight slowly so it stays off. So doing these like crazy fast crash fad diets, like, yeah, okay, maybe you'll lose 10 pounds in a week, but guess what? You'll have 20 back on in two because you're depriving yourself. And it's just like, you're swinging the pendulum all the way over here. It's going to go, it's just, it's not going to fucking work. We all know that, you know? So it's like, it's, you have to learn, you have to learn different habits and counting macros. No, it's not sustainable forever, but you're cutting you're cutting in order to get to a place where you're like, I'm happy here. I could live here. Great. When you're at a maintenance weight, it's a lot looser. You know, yeah. I count My macros every day. I count them when I've been a little crazy and I need to tighten it up. Cause I got a photo shoot coming or I have something. Cut. Okay. Now I'll like count for a couple of days and get that shit back together. But I'm not counting my macros every day, like psychotically for the rest no, of my No,
0: because you've already gotten it's to a, a point tool. of... Right. It's a yeah.
2: tool in your toolbox to bring out when you need to fucking get things in line a little bit. And that's what I'm teaching people in the eight weeks is... Um, is, is how to learn how to do that because most most of us are just kind of like, fuck, whoa, I don't know. Or, yeah, or
0: you hear like such all these random bullshit diet would, fads yeah. and That's don't why, eat this. The why any
2: diet works at the end of the day is because you start paying attention to what putting in your pie hole. And when you do that, you automatically start eating less. And at the end of the day, it's calories in, calories out. Do I like that system? No. Why on earth would our creator do it that way? I know I sound like I'm really into god i'm not i'm just saying why <laughs> biology that way i don't know but it,
0: think- it, yeah it sucks i wish we could eat it ice sucks. cream all day and be hot
2: no one would love to eat pizza by a pool every day than me and be hot that way but that's not gonna happen for me okay some people can god bless them that's not me No, kill them so, get them out yeah. of here yeah. shoot them all Oh. <sighs> uh, so so it's just like learning another language and like learning a tool that will help you know how to cut weight in a healthy way and get you to a place where you want to maintain. And once you're in a maintenance weight, then it's like you have a way more room to kind of fuck around.
0: Yeah. You know? That like your life isn't going to end if you yes. skip right. a workout or right. whatever. Like- yeah.
2: And a lot of what my clients say is like, you know, they get so disciplined and, structured and they're like wow I don't even think about you've taken the thought out of it I'm not like thinking about what I am is this good is this bad am I gonna eat them what do I eat what it's like that's just gone
0: well yeah because once you get in the habit of well let's explain could you like give sort of a layman's explanation of like when you say macros kind of what does that look like in terms of eating
2: Uh, Carbohydrates, fats, and proteins Okay, it's counting calories But counting like the amount of carbs Proteins and fats you're having in a day
0: Balancing them
2: And there's like a, you know, certain equation That is kind of like the magic equation For cutting fat And it will give you results if you follow it Now, it is not, you know I give people like certain sample diets That make it easy to get to those numbers The whole idea of counting macros Is like if it fits your macros You can, you know, theoretically eat in and out all day day, if you're reaching the correct numbers, you'll still lose weight. Now that's not what I am telling you to do. You know, I'm not, you know, clearly that will just like ruin your organs. So that's not (laughs) the point is like, you're not cutting out whole food groups for the rest of your life. You know, you're like, okay, if you need to have a chocolate croissant for breakfast, great. Log it in. Now, what do you have to do for the rest of the day? in order to reach those numbers. So now it's like maybe I got to have a little less carbs the rest of the day, make sure I get to my protein, you know. So it's budgeting. It's budgeting. It's all it's just budgeting like the way you budget a bank account, it's budgeting for food. Oh. Um, and it's uh it's just like learning another language, you know. It's like downloading my fitness pal. I give you specific macros, you plug them in and then you log your food every day and I give you a diet that for the first four to six weeks you follow that diet like exactly
0: yeah but then you learn what you can make and what you you like and
2: play tetris and then you're like okay let's bring you want pizza tonight all right so let's see how we can do that you know let's see what we have to do in order for you to have pizza tonight you still
0: maintain your healthy and is it i mean i'm asking this i mean i know because i've got it on my but it's like a pretty equal balance with carbs and protein right 40% 40%
2: protein, 40% carbs, 20% fat. So, you're in a caloric deficit. So, you're eating less calories than you're burning.
0: Yeah. Well, there's this, I think it's not a secret that there's this big sort of debate on like, oh, carbs. And you hear things like the keto diet that's very high fat, high protein. How is this different or why is this a healthier approach? Why are
2: you like, why are you cut? Like, is that sustainable, a ketogenic diet? no I, I i mean i've tried that diet it's like i'm sorry but eating fucking bacon and butter and cheese all day is like not fucking like gross first of all it's gross
0: it's gross it <laughs> you're just fuck. gonna like first of all i want to just go on record saying that like on paper i love this diet but also i can't picture myself being on it and not like eventually just sort of having a a layer of oil. Oh, just- yeah,
2: you have to be in ketosis, which means if you have any carbs at all, if you like slip, cause you're a human and not a robot and like have a piece of bread, then it like is twice as bad for you. It's like,
0: God, what hell? It's
2: just fucking not. And anybody who's using ketogenic usually does it for like a short amount of time. Listen, whatever. If that's your thing, then go for it. But for me, it's like, I, it's not sustainable and it's just not, healthy. And I don't think it's, a. don't think it's psychologically a good thing to cut out entire food groups.
0: No, I mean, I totally agree with you. When we talk about carbs, uh, this feels like such a baseline conversation that I'm sure as someone who's been around nutrition, working in it, it probably feels like common knowledge, but assuming it's not,
2: I've learned that a lot of things I assumed were common knowledge because I knew them are not. And that's what stopped me for so long from just doing this online training because I was like, oh, everybody knows what I know. Why? Like, how am I going to? help anybody you know what I mean and then I realized when I started doing it and I would just say things sort of in passing that were just Thinking
1: like,
0: like oh, guts. everyone knows
2: and they were like oh what and I was like oh shit you don't know that okay great I actually do know a lot you know what I mean so I don't think I'm not okay. you as like Jesus Christ you know well, I'm like I,
0: yeah. either way I, I yeah. would be fine if you are but like <laughs> yeah, yeah, when we talk about carbs are there carbs that are better for someone to have than other carbs does that make sense like in my
2: okay i don't believe now obviously there's a lot of schools of thought right (laughs) in my opinion a lot of the issues we have are when we say certain things are bad and certain things are good how you think about a food is arguably more important than the actual food
0: wow like it will affect it
2: Yeah. So if you're eating pizza and you're like, I'm a piece of shit. Oh my God. I'm going to have to work out so many. This is so bad for me. I'm being so bad. Yeah. That's bad for you. You are releasing cortisol doing that. Okay. Now, if you're eating the pizza going, oh, this is the most, God bless this pizza. Oh, it's nourishing my soul and body. Fuck. I love this. My body knows exactly what to do with this. Great enjoy the pizza you know what I mean so when I you are just like eating with guilt and shame and stress yeah nothing you could be stress. stressed you could be doing that with a kale salad I, f- I fucking hate this kale It's fucking disgusting why am I so fat why do I have to eat this salad I'm such a piece of shit
0: it's counterproductive counter you could be you may as well be eating dog shit well I mean it is kale so you know
2: if you're eating a pile of dog shit and you're like this is the most nutritious dog shit wow thank you for this dog shit that is feeding my mind body and soul it's like okay that's probably going to be a little more nutritious for you because you're not going to be fucking secreting insane amounts of stress fuck damn that is so are there bad carbs and good carbs we put bad and good on everything Okay. It just is a food.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. We're going to... Okay, here's what we're going to do. I want to talk to you a little bit about, like, your spirituality and fitness, which I said we would do, but just sort of, like...
2: I mean, that's pretty spiritual to say that there are no good or bad foods, you know? I mean, it is. A lot of people would completely disagree with that, you know? Now, when I put someone on a diet, am I putting, am I giving them pizza on the diet? No, I'm giving them chicken and green beans and rice and oatmeal and protein powder and Greek yogurt. Like, Mm, no, I'm not giving them those things because there are certain foods that make it easier to reach those certain numbers, okay? Yeah. Uh, when you are like in the habit of do of like you know paying attention to uh, to portions and you know how much protein you're getting, like when you want to bring in another food that's a bad food, it's like
0: okay, great, that's great, it's not bad. I love this. Okay, you know, the, I don't where just where can people find you if they want more of you? I think let's just. There's, I mean, no, this is just great, and we don't need to like draw uh, out more from you? This, you've given us so fucking much. Where can people find you?
2: I don't know about that, but um, on Instagram, I'm at Stacia Patwell. So it's just my name, S-T-A-S-I-A Patwell, P-A-T-W-E-L-L. And that's me for, I don't do Twitter. I can't with that. <laughs> can follow me there. And then in my Instagram bio, there's links to like my website and to apply to train with me one-on-one and link for my Zoom class on Saturdays and yada, 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 yada
0: and and she also has a patreon that's i'm sure in that
2: oh way, yeah but- patreon if you want video recordings of all my zoom classes they're uh, available on my patreon for 20 bucks a month
0: i love it um all right i th- honestly i think that's it this- you've given so much information i love you thank you for you really yep. have i know you feel like you just didn't but this was amazing um, thank so thank you, you for joining I, us i
2: hope i'm not canceled after this but you know what Fuck it, right? Who cares? If you get
0: canceled, you'll just get more clients of people who are like, actually, I agreed with what you said and I would like to uh, sign up for your program. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Jess. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Well, there you go. That concludes my hilarious hour interview, the free hour portion for all of the non-Patreon subscribers with Stacia Patwell. Holy fuck, she's so funny. Go follow her. Go join her Patreon to get workout videos that you can do any time of day. And they're fucking, She's she rattles off in those, like just goes fucking off the cuff and is so funny, just like she was in this whole interview. I love her so much. And also let me know if you join the Patreon because we can both get free shirts because technically you're my friend that I sent. So, I mean, you are my friend. I haven't met you, but like you guys are listening to this. I feel like we're friends. I really wish I could hang out with anyone you guys let me know what you thought of Stacia if you have questions for her or uh you know future guests go on over to the the Facebook group and you know leave me uh some some questions big big thank you to John, Eric, Gene, Greg, Kathy, Terry, exclusive members of the League of Extraordinary Idiots over on Patreon. I couldn't do this without you. Um, if you guys haven't already, if you're listening to this and you have not hit the subscribe button, please do me a favor. Subscribe wherever you listen to this. But if you're on iTunes, leave a rating and a review. Leave it, you know, if you can do it on wherever else you listen. That's just the one I'm familiar with. It helps other people find it. You know, so it, you know, it's just, it's good. And share, share the podcast with a friend. You have a friend who likes... Feeling better or likes laughing at two women going off the rails about society. Head 'em my way. Head 'em my way. Wow. I got to get to bed. My lord. Listen, if you want to join the League of Extraordinary Idiots or get uh some stand-up clips, you get the full-length interviews. You get no ads. You won't even hear this intro or outro bullshit. You just get the full uncut raw. Nothing's taken out. Nothing's cut off um version of every podcast. And more. There's more. There's live streams. There's hangouts. I send postcards. It's a whole fucking thing. <clears throat> Jesus is there too, you know, in our hearts. Probably, I think. Uh patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed for as little as a dollar a month. There's multiple tiers, but it would mean the world to me if you would give me a dollar a month. It seems like such a negligible negligible amount that like were I to ask you. Like if we were hanging out as friends, like I just said, we should do. And I just every month was like, hey, can I borrow a dollar? I would maybe feel silly, but this is like a little subscription service for all the extra entertainment. And it's so weird being an artist, and it's weird asking you this, but I would greatly appreciate that. It, you literally, I mean, I I have a shout out patrons of higher levels. You know, you hear that in the intro and outro all the time. But I genuinely appreciate everyone. Who's just listening, but then to go the extra mile to like go through the rigmarole of making a Patreon account just so you can subscribe, even though it's just a dollar, like it literally means the world to me. So thank you so much to everyone who does that. I truly, I'm, I'm so grateful. And um, on that note, please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. They are just one person sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. <sighs> yeah. So uh suggest new guests for me in the Facebook group. We got some cool ones coming up. I'm so fucking excited. This year has been off and rolling and I want it to the momentum to keep going. So, you know, keep giving suggestions, keep asking questions. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots.